Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. It's benefit season. We all know providing benefits is a cornerstone of employee retention. But many small businesses are priced out or completely disqualified from providing health coverage to their employees. Not any longer. Now, PCA members can get health coverage and they can even tailor options to meet their company's needs. To learn more about all the benefits PCA has to offer and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. We've all had those moments as business owners of, oh man, am I going to make it through this? You know, this just doesn't seem right. I think it was Brandon Lewis who shared a phrase, and I probably won't get this 100% right, but he basically said, when you're the most afraid, abundance is near. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey everyone, it is a great day here at Estimate Rocket Radio and I want to give you all a very warm welcome. My name is Kathy, I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket and I am joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey Chris, how are you today? I'm awesome, excited to be here. I know, and I am always, and you are as well, so excited when we get to spend a few minutes with our founder and CEO, Tom Drost. Uh, Tom is an amazing, he has an amazing mind, amazing person. He has been a software architect and engineer for over 25 years. And from a personal experience, I can share with you that Tom truly has a passion for helping our Estimate Rocket community, supporting them, making sure that they can work at the highest level and have the most outstanding customer service available. And I think he is achieving that here at Estimate Rocket. We're talking with Tom about managing uncertain times. This is part four. We're talking about sustainable business practices. These are the types of business practices that should define your business before, during, and after any kind of a crisis or time of economic change. And we talk about the types of signs that can tell you that you are sustainable or you're not sustainable. Do you know what those are? You should know those right offhand. If you're not sure, you're in the right place. And also, let me say, you're not alone. Everyone is trying to get a handle on how to do business right. And the economic landscape is always changing. So either you just got into business and you're trying to get a handle on numbers or you're pushing into the next level of growth and everything changes or the economy is changing. It's always something. If you're constantly trying to work smarter and not just harder, you're in good company. And we are here to help. Hi, Tom. It is such a pleasure and honor to have you with us in Estimate Rocket Radio. Well, it's really great to be back, Kathy. Really looking forward to it. Okay, so we are in part four of Managing Uncertain Times. We're excited to talk about practices for sustainable success. You know, part of all this trying to manage during these times, there's some crisis management happening here, but a large part is really just doing what you should be doing as a business owner at any time. 
And so let's talk about that phrase, sustainable business practices. Is that what you're referring to with that sustainable word there? Something you should always be doing to keep your business going? Yeah. I mean, the reality is that business ebbs and flows and always will. And you you have to create sustainable practices in your business so that the ebbs and flows don't uh, turn things into a crisis. That doesn't mean that we aren't going to have hard times or difficult times when you know we're really scrambling, but we just have to get processes in place that that allow us to continue our business regardless of of what the you know what the economy happens to be doing at the time. Now that doesn't mean we all succeed at it, but that's yeah. the goal is to get yourself in a position where you're not, you know, you always have options and you're not just chasing your tail uh, because the somebody says on the news that the sky is falling. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, really, Tom, what's needed for businesses that truly want sustainability? both in and out of uncertain times, because even, even if it's great times, you still have ebbs and flows in your business cycle as well. Yeah. Um, again, you know, what's needed for a truly sustainable business? Well, there's, there's three things that always come to mind. Cash is king. Cash is king. Mm-hmm. Cash is king. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a silly phrase, but I, you know, a, a business mentor many years ago mm. used that expression and it has always stuck with me. And it's true. I mean, uh, cash isn't the only important thing, but it's a really important thing. So managing your cash and your cash flow is something that you always have to be conscious of. Uh, in the really great times, you should be building your your backup cash. You should, you know, be banking as much as you can mm-hmm. to uh, to support, you know, buying of new equipment. There's all kinds of things that you can use that cash for when you need it. Mm. Uh, expansion. There's all kinds of great, you know, great possibilities. But if you don't have any cash or access to cash, then it makes some of those things really difficult. Again, even in good, you know, good times or bad. Um, the other thing that I think is really important to to get a handle on is uh, what I call knowing your weekly and monthly nut. So, what's your nut? It you know, it's what you need to survive on a weekly or monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, depending upon how tight things are, you better be looking at it weekly. And as as you get things under control, then you can start thinking monthly and a little bit longer range. But it's really important to have that in the back of your mind to know, hey, this is what I need. You know, I, I need to, to bring in this much cash during a certain period of time. And of course, there's other things that are important too, like profits. But again, if you run out of cash, um, profitable or not, you're going you're gonna to struggle. And I ask this all the time because I like for people to get a lay of the land, kind of know where they where they place or where they rank among other business owners. Because we're always looking somewhat comparatively, like how am I doing compared to how other businesses are doing, especially in my industry? And so let's just real quick, do we feel like, you know, when we're looking at a lot of the businesses that we work with, the landscape that we see, do we feel like a lot of businesses are doing good at keeping track of cash flow? You know, because we find ourselves having to talk about this a lot to kind of help people understand how to do it right. Because obviously our software helps with that. 
But but do we feel like, first of all, Estimate Rocket customers are doing a good job of this? And then let's talk about beyond that. Do you feel like business owners at large out there, do you think they do good at that? You know, it's a lot like uh, other things where you've got your 80-20 rule. <laughs> um, and this might be a 50-50 rule. You know, some are doing a great job at it and some aren't. Some of it is a factor of your business experience and and knowledge, and some of it is a factor of your attention to detail. You know, everybody has different outlooks on things. So, I am going to say that the the people who have a high attention to detail and and have, um, if they don't have business experience, they have some business knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, those tend to be the ones that are more successful and have more sustainable businesses because they're thinking about those things. Even during mm-hmm. the times when they're uh, performing their their craft or their trade, they're also thinking about other things that are the the business uh, you know metrics and foundations that they need to sustain and maintain their their businesses. You know, mm-hmm. even though they may be great at their craft. And you talked about people who have, you know, who are really good at paying attention to detail. And there's different things that cause people to be good at that or not good at that. But another thing is probably stage of business, right? You know, as you grow in business, you probably get better at it because you have to do it. If you're going to stay in business, you have to pay attention to cash flow. You have to be doing it better and better each year, paying attention to your profit margins. So I guess people don't have to beat themselves up, I guess, is part of my point. When you look comparatively, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't great at it for a lot of reasons, and especially people just getting into business and starting, you know, starting out and trying to get better at running the business side. So nothing to be embarrassed about, nothing to be ashamed about. We help a lot of people who are trying to get a handle on their business and the numbers, it's probably the slipperiest part of of business. So you don't have to be hard on yourself. It's, it's kind of hard to do. Would you say that's fair? Oh, that's totally fair. And and Chris, it, the exact title eludes me, but you shared a book with me recently. What was the title of that book? Oh, How to Fail at Almost Everything, But Still Win Big or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's a always a really, really important thing to keep in mind. Uh, and, and, and this does come with business experience that not every decision you make is going to be a great decision. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a matter of continually making decisions when they need to be made and, and working hard. I mean, mm-hmm. and not giving up. I mean, those three things. And, and again, we've all, anybody who's been through business cycles has those moments, uh, or when you're in a growth stage or a really difficult time, we've all had those moments as business owners of, oh man, am I going to make it through this? You know, this just doesn't seem right. I think it was Brandon Lewis who shared the phrase, and I probably won't get this 100% right, but he basically said, when you're the most afraid, abundance is near. And it's just a matter of staying with it. Again, if you know you're making a mistake and you don't stop doing that, you're well, probably not going to succeed. Yeah. yeah that's just dumb. <laughs> that's just dumb. I like how you said that, Chris. That's just plain dumb. <laughs> well, then, and everybody trying to grow is trying to push into the next level. So you're kind of pushing Absolutely. beyond what your comfort level is and what mm-hmm. your comfort zone is. And so you're, you're pushing into crisis all the time. So probably everybody who is very ambitious and growth minded feels like this quite a bit. I would say it's not just not your fault. It's actually could be a symptom of you doing the right things. But um, you just want to be equipped as much as possible, I'm sure. Most successful people are ones who thrive in a state of controlled chaos. Well said. Because you have to be able to handle that that 
stress and the change and all the dynamics, but still keep performing. And then our ADD personalities really come out to shine, right? <laughs> you have a hundred yeah. balls you're juggling in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or in Tom's so case, true. you have a thousand tabs open on your desktop. Exactly. exactly. Come on, it's only 250, Chris. I don't even think you're kidding, are you? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Really, um, I think anyone listening to this podcast is going to keep learning and creating great um, opportunities for their business. So I think that's yeah. one of the great things about this podcast series. So Tom, what are the signs that a company isn't truly sustainable? Because some people may be moving into the crisis period or economic uncertainty, and they may think, oh, I'm having all these problems because of the 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 recession that we find ourselves in or moving towards or whatever, it may be that they weren't truly sustainable in the first place. So what are signs that a company isn't sustainable? It's not necessarily something easy to see from the outside. And this is another, you know, long-term experience thing where you, you see this competitor that has got something shiny and new and, and they seem to be flying really high and you're like, Oh my God, how am I ever going to compete with this company and how I'm going to keep up? And and then all of a sudden you find out they're out of business. Right. And, and that, I mean, unfortunately or fortunately, that's usually how you find out that a business was unsustainable is they go out of business or they sell or they're, they're you know, they're gone one day. And because you don't know it until they're gone in a lot of cases, because a lot of time unsustainable businesses have people, you know, running them that are talking about everything's great. Everything's perfect. There's no problems here. We're all good. We're, we're growing like crazy. Hmm. So it, it's kind of hard to tell in a lot of respects, unless you have, you know, unless you, you know what their books say and, and mm -hmm. what their, what their real numbers are. And, and even, uh, even public companies manage to lie about the numbers now and then. We're talking about signs from the outside. Are there signs from the inside? If you are the financial person or you're the business owner, what's a good sign that, Hey, this is sustainable versus, hey, this is not. And is that just when your cash flow is not matching up and your profit margins aren't where they need to be? There are a couple other uh, less tangible things that we should talk about too. But number one is you've got to know you've got to know your numbers. And it doesn't have to be every number you have, but there's a couple key numbers. You have to know, you know, what your bookings are like, you know, what work you've got coming in and and ready to schedule. And you have to know where you are with your cash and mm -hmm. what your cash flow situation looks like. Those two things are really, really key. Uh, and right after that is, you know, profitability. You got to keep track of your profitability because cash, depending upon how your business rolls, uh, can go in waves where all of a sudden one week you're flush with cash thinking, oh, wow, I'm on top of the world. And next week, the cash account is empty again. Well, mm -hmm. that's because you forgot that next week is payroll and you just got, you mm -hmm. got four jobs that got paid off early, but those, you know, that's all going out to payroll. So don't, don't be counting those chickens uh, before they're hatched. Mm -hmm. Right. Gotta, gotta wait till you gotta know those numbers and know how they flow. Mm -hmm. I think, I think the other, uh, the other factor, uh, Chris, that's really important to keep in mind is your team and how your team feels and how you feel and and sustainability isn't isn't just about cash flow it's about your mental state and your team's mental state are you guys cohesive are you suffering from burnout 
um, you know, those are, those are signs of unsustainable businesses. When, mm-hmm. when people are coming and say, Hey, I'm working 90 hours a week, every week and have been for the last two years. Well, that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there are things you can do in, you know, there's sprinters and there's marathon runners. Sprinters rest a lot after they sprint <laughs> before they run again. You know, marathon runners, on the other hand, can go for a much longer time at a much slower pace. So mm-hmm. you, you have to, you know, look at the mental state of your company. And I think there has, has been a lot more focus on business sustainability from the standpoint of having a place where, you know, people work hard, but they also have personal lives and family lives and they're, they're living they have a balance to things. And, and when you see an organization where everything seems out of balance, too much focus on work or too much focus, not on work, that's a good symptom of, of in, instability or mm-hmm. non-sustainability. So Tom, do you have any tips for our contractors that are listening to this who might need to turn the ship and become more sustainable? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I hate to beat a dead horse, but um, <laughs> there's there's a few things that you need to do, and they all revolve around knowing some key pieces of information and being able to get that information when you need it on a regular mm-hmm. basis. And that's things like your closing ratio analysis. How you know how are you closing your work? Are you closing enough work? Is that the right pace and the right jobs? Work schedule review. Are your do you have enough work booked? Are your projects progressing properly? Profitability review. Projects that are closing, are they profitable? Do we make money on them or are we giving them away? Those three things are super critical for you to just be thinking about and reviewing on a regular basis, not just to yourself, but to your team members as well. I mean, they need to know. Everybody needs to be together in this in this fight. Um, and then the other thing is to have is to come up with your key metrics that you work off of. You know, mm-hmm. how many leads do we need a week or estimates do we need a week? How many what's the value of, the, of what we've sent out for estimates this month? What's the value of the proposals we've accepted this month? And what's the value of the scheduled work that we have? I mean, those those are really key things. Just so happens um, we happen to have a product estimate rocket that, that makes that really those numbers really easy to find out. I know that was a shameless plug, but I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have a system that supports that, that supports you knowing the information that you need to keep your business healthy. It's important for people to know that we are talking from experience of having developed something that answers to this problem. That's the promise that we understand the problem from the inside out. You know, we're not telling people what they might be coming up against and not knowing exactly what's in the black box. Um, you know, you've developed a, a tool that answers the problem specifically how you see people experiencing that problem on the front lines, you know, out mm-hmm. there. And um, there's a lot of business owners that are having these same types of problems. And we, we've seen and heard from enough of them to keep revising the tool too, to keep updating it and keeping it cutting edge to where it's answering to exactly what people's needs are. So, that's again, that's a promise when we take on a topic like this that we know what we're talking about. So I, mm-hmm. I love that we have a tool behind all that. At the very bottom, you can't drop below the tool that we have 
you know, because it's it's a little bit of a safety net there, I, I think. We're in part four of managing uncertain times. We're talking about business sustainability. And uh, I appreciate you, Tom, taking the time to assemble all these ideas to help people manage these times. But more than just during this time of economic uncertainty, as you said before, that we're helping people just run a good business at all times. Right. So thanks for being on the podcast again. And we're looking forward to part five here pretty soon. Thank you so much for being with us, Tom. Absolutely. My pleasure. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.